Uh, I was going to go on a long spiel about how Andy Carroll is averaging four and a half shots per game and blah, blah, blah. How do you get a record? What happened? I he should put his cigarette in someone's eye. Uh, <laughs> yeah! Fantasy Soccer Monthly. My name is James. I'm here with my two best buds, Nolan and Ryan. Guys, how are you Hi. doing today? Hello, doing well. Nolan? I'm doing I'm doing quite well. How are you doing, James? Doing great, man. Yeah? Doing fantastic. You got your silver kit on? Got my silver kit on. City score was a shitty football game. Yeah. Seven to two. Like a little, little safety, safety in little there. safety involved. Yeah. That was a great morning, man. For anyone in Europe that's American football, football watch, yeah. we're sorry. Safety joke is already as funny as we're gonna get today. Should we redo this beginning part? <laughs> no way. I think we're keeping this one. I like this one. <laughs> that, at the very beginning, this podcast is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Called it early, at least. That's good. So on this pod, we are going to be previewing game weeks 9 through 12. We're doing this uh, halfway through game week 8. The other games are all kind of shitty, so it doesn't really matter. I don't think we're going to miss much. Knock on wood, at least. Yeah. What, what, what was the end of the Arsenal-Watford game? 2-1 Watford. 2-1 Watford. Watford, Watford in the Watford, 91st wa- minute. Watermelons, man. They killing are it. killing it this They're season. They're also, as of this point, they're uh, in Champions League. It's fun to say. If only really? they played a quarter of the season. That's, that's great. It. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, well. just, let's just call it right now. City wins. Watford's in Champions League. It's great. I'm in. I wanted to start off this week a little, or this month a little bit differently with a question for the both of you. So, is this a fantasy Premier League question or just uh, like, like a personal question? Or what are we my, gonna, what's your favorite share song? Share? Yeah. She, she said she was nineteen. I, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know. My favorite share song? Uh, her solo career because I only listen to her, you know, with uh, Sunny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're seeing a larger amount of clean sheets than the Premier League has ever seen in recent years, uh, mostly geared towards the top clubs. So just in the first seven weeks alone, we're in halfway through this one, we've had 55 cleans. And last year, as in total, there were 214 clean sheets. So it's a 40% increase. I was curious what you guys thought was like causing this, if you expect the, the trend to continue. <clears throat> and how do we, if you do think it's going to continue, how do we proactively account for this with our fantasy teams. Can right, I, sorry to interrupt. Can you give me that stat again of, of the amount of clean sheets? There are 40% more clean sheets currently in the Premier League than there were last season. If we, if at, we, if at, we, this at, the, at this pace. And so there are actually, there are five teams that are projected to have more than 20 cleans by the end of the season. One of them is Huddersfield, so we'll say four probably. Right. So like uh, United, City, Arsenal, Arsenal and Tottenham mm-hmm. are all on pace to have more than 20 cleans. And, in 2012, 2011, 2012 was the last team that one team in, or last time that one team in general got 20 cleans. So it hasn't been happening in the Premier League in oh, six who's years. Oh, that team? Uh, United. Yeah, United. Oh, I I think that was the Vidic year, and they like they got like, eight uh, clean sheets in a yeah. row during the Christmas time. They were yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah, you just yeah. had Vidic on your team, and you just yeah. made him captain every single week. Uh, it's uh, okay. So you're just at, yeah, like like, wh- like what the fuck is going what, on? What's going on? What do you think it's going to continue? And how do we? How well, do we make this work for our fantasy teams? It seems like there's two schools of thought when we see an influx of of clean sheets. Uh, are the defenses better or are the offenses more shitty? Mm-hmm. Um, 
or a little bit of both, or is it just luck? Um, or, or just, you know, not luck, but you know, just a, a, a trend that uh, it won't carry over for the rest of the year. Um, so that's pretty interesting right there. Right? Like, Ryan, why don't you? Yeah, so um, another way to look at it with uh, some different stats, if you look at the top 10 defenders right now in the Premier League, and then you look at the top 10 midfielders in the Premier League, the defenders are outscoring the midfielders almost every single notch down the board, and they're 2.5 to 3.0 cheaper all the way across. And I actually just listed them all real quick. Valencia, Davies, Jones, so mm. those are you know top squads. Ward slips in, and then Monreal, Aspi, uh, Otamende, Walker, Bailey, Stones, and Klasnich. And then Yoshida comes in to kind of break the trend there. So nine of the ten of there are your you know perennial top four to top sixes. And you can argue that the trend is going to continue because City and Chelsea's schedule is going to get really, really nice. Whereas if United for eight game weeks has been riding an absolutely amazing um, you know, kind of schedule. And then it, it alludes to just what Nolan said is our team's not scoring as much, which against those certain squads is true, but also it's a run of fixtures where it's, it's almost, you know, a, a no duh mm-hmm. to have these uh, players in your system. So personally, I think that it's normally I'm a form over fixtures kind of guy, but on defense, this might be the year where you're going to have to start riding the fixtures pretty hard. Get rid of your United guys, probably bring in Davies there on on um, off of Tottenham, and then look at getting in, you know, Espilicueta, or uh, definitely if you don't want to get their assets in other parts of the field, get in some Man City guys. But as far as one of the questions that James asked me earlier in the week was, do you think it's more on the TV deals? Is it because more money is being pumped into the Premier League than ever is it before? Getting, is the league getting right. more top-heavy than it was getting more five top years ago? Like, yeah. for instance, we have La Liga on the tube right now. And what happens in Bundesliga every year? It's going to be Dortmund, and it's going to be Bayern Munich, and then it's going to be one of a couple other clubs. And the same thing happens almost all over all the other countries. That, that parity could be occurring in the Premier League. I don't know if we have enough data quite yet. But also for the point of this argument, I think you start after you have to start realizing that going for value in the back and then trying to find the points up front is not going to be the way to go. You're going to be, uh, you know, pedaling your wheels because you're going to stay in the same spots where everyone else is going to have three or four premier defenders, and it's going to get really tough to make up points. Okay. So are you? Would you be going towards like a five-two-three type formation? A- Four would, three three. Or... I would still probably go four three three, where one of them is going to be one of the Southampton guys, Yoshida, Van Dyke. Van Dyke dropped down to five point four. Bertrand, Cedric, etc. And then I would be looking at Walker or Otamendi from Man City, uh, Asp, or if you've already had him in Alonso, you know, for Chelsea, maybe Man United keep it going. I mean, Valencia only has one goal scored, and he is the top defender by. At least five or six points. Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna go into you know yeah. the the picks for defenders. I, I I agree with you. Like this is it seems like the first one of the first years in in you know my my recollection that um you take one of your regular midfield spots and you invest in a defender mm-hmm. at, at least a fourth defender. So um just the way the trends are going and how dominant the quote unquote premier defenders are racking up the points um in relation to 
uh, the value that you can get in the midfield mm -hmm. or some of the crappier forwards, uh, it kind of, it's kind of you know bearing fruit right now, uh, and that seems to be the trend. Yeah. Uh, and and definitely within you know my predictions uh, for the next four game weeks uh, definitely kind of rides that a little bit. But to answer your you know the initial question of you know why is this trend happening and is is there less parity within the Premier League? I mean, you just go through, what are the top strikers for teams in, you know, 11th position all the way to 20th? Like, there's no... There isn't. There, there's, historically, there used to be, uh, you know, a forward that can chip in 15 goals, maybe yeah. even 20 goals uh, on the lower end, and they, like, save their crappy team from relegation. And so far this year, it's just, you know, you're... The, the starting strikers maybe will get 10 goals uh, on those bottom teams. So I just don't think they have the talent mm -hmm. uh, on the bottom side of the, of the table to rack up uh, consistent goals. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I believe that it's more shitty play from the offensive side of things rather than, oh, there's been a defensive renaissance in, in the Premier League, and that's why they're, you know, that's what I think at least. Well, I, I thought that also there's two ways out of it. So I'm on the other side. I'm currently in two millionth and God knows whatever place. Um, probably been my worst start. Still not worried. I still believe in the article that I wrote at the beginning of the season and other people that have been way better at this game for a very long time think of it too. Stick to your guns. But there has to come to a point where you, you, you can see the writing on the wall and go, all right, I, I am... I can't stick to my guns too much longer because having three, four, four fives rotating in a 5-0 just isn't working much to the point that what Nolan was saying, that there's not enough quality on the midfielders and forwards on the bottom side. There's also no quality in the defense. There's, mm -hmm. there's no clean sheets. There's not people scoring goals in that region at all. So uh, what I had originally written was, I'm going to stick to my guns, but I might have an idea or two. And then right after I finished writing that article, I looked at a portion of, of my notes I looked at it and I clicked on a certain player, moved him, and went, okay, well, I, I'm two four-point hits from making my defense be absolutely terrible, which it is right now, to I can fit in three of the top guys plus a, a Southampton, and everything is fixed. So just something for everyone to look out to. I think the move is if you are one of the 20% people out there with Firmino, drop him. Pick up someone like Abraham, someone, something that's going to give you 3.5 to 3.6, and then just fix your defense. It's not too hard. But that was my ideas on if you're kind of caught back there, the way to fix it. Right on. So uh, let's let's go into high-priced defender picks. Sure. Uh, yeah! You may notice a trend here. This is, for me, going to be all City and Chelsea. Uh, if you happen to look at their schedule, you're going to see a lot of green, not only for the next four game weeks, but nearly all the way up till Christmas. I think so, we're all in agreement with City and Chelsea, right? Yeah, I don't I, really, yeah. I don't I, so, yeah, let's just go around the horn. I, I, I will say, it. it was very, very fun to write these notes, and it, I, it definitely just made me... It all, I always love the Premier League, but when I do this part of preparation, it just really makes me smile. Even though I was writing about the same shit in every single category, I'm like, this is still fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, still looking at Walker and Otamendi from City. Um, Otamendi is uh, 5.7, I think, and Walker comes in at 6.6. .6. I would say pick one of them. Um, what's that? Is, is it weird that City have a player called Mendy and then another player called, called Otamendi? Otamendi? 
And and who were the two lads last year that looked exactly like each other? There's Fernandinho and, and Fernando. Fernando. Yeah. Actually, it was Otra Mendy. Yeah. Oh. A lot more fun. But. Can you guys just fucking knock it off and just? <laughs> When are we gonna have Aguero and Aguero? We got Silva. We got Silva and Silva. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. You guys are but they look nothing alike. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. well, fair. Yeah, well, who would want to look like that, Silva? Ugh, looks like a weird. <laughs> I penis. know. Bernardo is such uh, a <laughs> such a duck. Uh, <laughs> Go on. But, um, the one thing to be careful of with uh, the city stuff is you find out throughout most of the rest of the podcast and probably through your own research. I would only pick up one of the defenders because you're probably going to want to have a midfielder, probably going to want to have a midf- uh, two midfielders or another forward. So be careful there. Are we all high on City? No way. It's Who'd have thought? High it? as shit. It, <laughs> I am just going to be like, yeah. turn off the pod right now if, yeah. because you already know what we're no, going to fucking I am say. snorting light blue powder right now. So, oh, I got some good ones. Uh, other, other side is dark blue powder, which don't snort powder, kids. Um, so basically. <laughs> yeah, Freebase that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would I would still say try to get in SP Laqueta and also if you are if you have the budget somehow uh, Alonso is going to be a very good shot while um, Morata is still out and they're still shoehorning in where Hazard's going to be playing up front still seems like goals could be coming from the back plus absolutely amazing fixture list so that's my premiums definitely yeah I don't really have much else to add my my one thought on it is that I'm not I'm not rushing to abandon any of the ones that have done me well so far this season until mm-hmm. they, they start showing that they're actually not keeping cleans. Like, I'm not, not ditching Ben Davies. I'm not ditching the United guys. Um, not even to really invest into any of the ones that we just listed. Um, one person that I am kind of looking at would be uh, would David Luiz. He's dropped down to 5.9, mm-hmm. and that is an absolute steal for a Chelsea defender. Um, if you can make the money work, you can... Maybe I would even consider dropping down from Alonso to someone like that, reinvest the 1.1. That's a huge chunk of change yeah, to just, put into another striker or something can, like that. Not to be contrarian or anything like that, but Spurs and Man United have a, a relatively difficult schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chelsea and City's schedule and, and, and the way that especially City are playing is so fucking good. Um I, I would definitely recommend doubling up on uh, Chelsea defenders uh, if you can. Uh, I wouldn't double up on uh, Man City defenders just because of the point, Ryan, that you made because you want some offensive players on City as well. But like Chelsea, just looking at their offensive output and those players, it, it's not really that attractive to me. So I would go in for Espilicueta and Marcus Alonso or David Luiz and, and Espilicueta and double up on them. Uh, just because, you know, what we talked about before, the, the big teams are getting a lot of clean sheets and looking really, really good. Um, and then and then getting Otamendi. So having, you know, uh, one City player and then two Chelsea defenders and then, you know, just getting a fourth guy wherever you can. Saying that, Antonio Valencia is, what, top rated yep. by far? Still top. is after today as well. And, and, you know, they run into a really hard schedule, but... They're going to play defensive, so would I switch them out? Probably not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, Tottenham, I'm a little bit more um, apprehensive over. I actually would uh, switch out one of your Spurs guys to get a Chelsea uh, person. Uh, just seeing um, you know, their, their home matches and how they deal with Wembley against the hard, hard teams as mm-hmm. well as Champions League rolling on. So that, that's um, that's the strategy that I would suggest taking is doubling up on Chelsea and getting a City player uh, 
but really investing heavily in premium defenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go mids let's go because mids. I think we all had a consensus on on the primos. Yep. So for my mid, I am actually shocker. Not going far away from where we left off with the uh, the premiums. My guy is the the Neville Longbottom of Manchester City. He started off really shitty and lanky, and now he's just kind of turned into this like chiseled, chiseled sex guy. Of a man. John Stones, man. Oh. John freaking Stones. He has the highest passing completion percentage in the entire Premier League right now. I thought we were talking about Vincent Company. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's he, the forehead on that guy. He's more like Professor Quirrell. Well, that's why. You know, that's why he keeps having problems with his calves because he has a third calf right here. Got. <laughs> so he got two. God's like you're gonna. Really, have really good podcasting one. when you point at your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's sorry, right here, here. Here is the forehead, everybody. <laughs> so uh, Stones is actually he's five point six right now. His cost. Uh, they've kept five cleans out of eight, giving up two goals today that were both kind of fluky. One was a deflection. One was an own goal. So, I mean, that easily could have been a 7-0 clean sheet for City this morning. Do you like him, though? I'm starting to. As a player? Okay. Yeah, I'm starting to really dig his. Plus, he's, he's one of our two center backs, so kind of forced you, into you it right now. You kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, uh, kind of dissing myself from fantasy a little bit, uh, but you have to hate one player on your team. And, like, I hate Wolverine. I hate Dijon Wolverine more than anything in the world. And, like, that's just... See, it's that's that's a that's a softball toss for a city fan because Claudio Bravo is still there. Well, he's not playing though. Oh, he plays sometimes, man. Yeah, he I, oh, sometimes. he gets all my hate. He okay, played, he, okay. He plays if you kick his other keeper in the face. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He actually, yeah, Ederson was back okay. real fast. So anyway, that's your most hated player, but okay. Yeah, so I'm I, I like him over Odomendi simply because Odomendi is a huge red card and accrued yellow card risk, and John Stones, it's kind of a softy. On the on that aspect, he's not he's not as aggressive, so I like that. He's also he scored two goals in Champions League this season, so he's getting more like about one shot per game on target. It's not to like five point six, and as we talked about their schedule going forward, why not the um the wing backs for City? Uh, Walker. I mean, I mean they're primos, but yeah. Um, I mean, if I could afford Kyle Walker, I'd have Kyle Walker. Okay, okay. Yeah, just sure. if you're looking for a budget kind of uh, a city player, then he's probably the most budget that you can get. Five point six. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my mids are the Southampton quadrant of Bertrand, Cedric, Their and, Lake, not that bad. and Yoshida. Yeah. They still continue to put up clean sheets. Every once in a while, they're just kind of they're 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 fairly boring to watch, unfortunately. But um, I think that's one of the first things we said about when we did our preseason podcast is like, we don't see where the goals are going to come from. They end up getting even more injuries in the midfield. Charlie Austin isn't firing. They're just going to, you know, not park the bus, but not be all that entertaining. And with that schedule of their fixture list, they're still going to end up getting a decent amount of clean sheets. So they're, they're right in that range of just like, James was saying, you know, the Stones area of 5.6, 5.7. They're just under 5.5 or up to the 5.0 level. It's a perfect spot, I think, if you're fitting in four and you're not uh, meeting four uh, 5.0 plus defenders and you're not comfortable with doubling up more than a couple teams. So, I and and along with that, I think Yoshida seems to be the best bet so far. So far, because all yeah. of a sudden he's a goal threat. Yeah. Who 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 would have thought? Because he he didn't yeah. show that before, and it just shows the desperation of a team that 
is trying to find a way to score, and then whatever works, you're just like, okay, like put like aim for Yoshida on this free kick. Like it seems to be, you know, he only chipped in a couple so far, but they're aiming for him a little bit more, yeah. and then he's getting, you know, those kind of garbage uh, bounce around in the box uh, kind of goals in there. He's, T- took a free kick like that that yeah. kind of desperation yeah. Yeah, that's that's good to know out of your 5.1 midfield yeah. or defender it's the old days of Leighton Baines with Everton yeah they just didn't have goals all right well this this kid is on fire so go ahead yeah and their schedule West Brom home Brighton away Burnley home Liverpool away so if those first three are auto starts mm-hmm. if you have a South yeah, Africa defender yeah, then those, those find someone to rotate him with so I like it I have absolutely no one in the mid range. I hate I hate all mid range <laughs> uh, defenders. Honestly, like you go you go premium and then you go budget after that. Like and that's just my opinion. Totally um, fair. I've I actually have the same thing. I'll spoil it right now, everybody. I have nothing to say for the budget. I fucking hate all of it. And the reason is because my whole team right now is budget, and I haven't hit any of it right yet. And all the stats in the world can tell me otherwise. And well, one, one would say you're bitter. Uh, a little bitter, like eating dandelions in the backyard, and your mom starts screaming at you not to, and you just keep going because yeah, it's bitter. Did that? That's happen? a weird you... memory. Yeah. What? Huh? Didn't have to point in my face this time. <laughs> you dressed as Eeyore or something? That sounds like a, something you would yell at a donkey. Equipment. It's like Francis the Bull over here. <laughs> All right, let's go budget. Uh, yeah, I'll start off this time. Uh, I I love um from the beginning of the season I had him on my team of of Jamal. Lascelles or Lascelles, I believe is yeah, is the correct Lascelles, way of doing yeah. it. But I, I like saying Lascelles. Why'd they put the S on that? I don't know. Fuck. It's a silent E S. Uh, he uh, Newcastle is super organized. Uh, you know, with with Rafa at the helm, they will be uh defensively strong. Um, they have a good schedule for rotation. Uh. He's the captain, put in two goals so far uh, this season, so I think he's a good uh, shout for rotation. Okay. Um, and bonus points, honestly. Nice. Um, my low defender, Jose Font. Uh, three cleans in their last four. He's had two assists on the season. Uh, he's ahead of all United, City, and Chelsea defenders, looking at it from uh, average points per, per pound. pound. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, only Ben Davies and... Uh, my preseason pick of Stephen Ward or ahead of him for, mm-hmm. for absolute value. So they have Brighton home, Palace away, Liverpool home, Watford away in their next four. It's kind of a, a, a deep sh- like deep cut shout, but at 4.9, he's only 2.8% owned. Something some to consider, yeah. I, I, West Ham, it's a decent schedule, mm-hmm. but like look at Boxing Day on. Mm-hmm. And it gets it gets really really good, uh, and I, I would suggest looking at that uh, point in time, uh, just because they've been they've been trying to figure shit out uh, on on their end of things and trying to play well, and it, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, yeah. But like you said, the stats kind of back it up as far as uh, the value that you're getting from a points perspective. But uh, just from looking at schedule. After Boxing Day, it looks really good. Just before Boxing Day, it's Everton away, City away, Chelsea home, Arsenal home. So, yeah. Hmm. But right up until then, then there's a really, really dark period, and then it's a, it's a sea of green. So Yeah. And just on top of that, um, Stephen Ward. I've been on him since our preseason pods. I, I have him month. on my list, too, and I knew you were going to – because you've been talking about him the whole time. Yeah, so I just you, should, you, should, you should have him. He's fantastic. 
you know, to, to put a pin in, in this defender conversation, you really heavily invest in, in the premiums. You get three good ones and then uh, fill the gaps with, with budget after that. Or you can have four good ones, um, mm-hmm. which seems to be the tactic of a lot of, of the best teams right now. Uh, yeah! All right, uh, let's shoot on over to the middle field and uh, talk about some uh, midfielders, starting with the premium guys, you know, 9.0 plus, that range. Um, so I'm going to just, just speak my mind right here. I don't like fucking any of them. Mm-hmm. And, and, we talked, and, we, and we talked about it earlier with the question of just like, oh, you know, premium defenders are getting more points than a midfielder that's five points higher than them uh, in terms of value. Why the fuck should I invest in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of looking at the swath of, of premium midfielders out there, uh, especially for the fixture list and form list, um, not list, form list, but the form that all of them are in, in, in the current state, I just don't, the, I, I wouldn't invest in it. I just wouldn't invest in it, except for one, and that's the homer pick, and that's uh, Felipe uh, Cantino, uh, just because he's selfish as shit, he's really fun to watch. He is very fun to watch. And he takes, he takes free kicks, he's a bonus point machine if he does anything, assist or goal, just because he touches the ball so much and, and tries to create a lot. Um, that's just a homer pick, though, at, at 9.0. But other than that, like, would I switch away in Ericsson at the moment? Probably not. Like, you have big, bigger fish to fry. But, I mean, Alexi Sanchez, Hazard, any of the man you guys into this bad fixture list, I, I just don't like it. So, what do you guys think? I'm kind of there. I just I just have your continual argument, and granted, I'd be a homer there, too. Yeah. But I'm still going to hang on to Salah, but just because... Salah's... Yeah, he's... I think he's it's he's an ungodly amount of shots, but he's, yeah. he's still kind of closer to that uh, mid, mid-range, mid believe it or not. He's kind of a premium. But uh, I actually do recommend Hazard, just because of the fixture list, Murata being out, and he's all the points that you made, except... You know, it's it's going to be for Hazard. I have to see him play well. Right. I have not seen him a get the minutes no. and b look like a destroyer. So I, I'm probably going to be the person that is a late adopter to Hazard, where he's going to blow up two game weeks in a row, and yeah. then people are I'm going to be the late person on the bandwagon. But I just can't pick him up at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I I actually I just really felt bad that I didn't want to write anything like fuck it in the premium section. I just think there can be arguments made for Hazard and Coutinho, even still Erickson and Ali, but you also drop into the mid-range, which we're about to talk about, and we're not going to shut up for 15 minutes. There is way better options all the way across the board than any of the premium midfielders right now. I, I yeah, I, and we're going to talk about it when we, when we go into kind of lower point value, but... It, it just seems kind of weird because when you look historically at the end of the season, every single FPL season, who scores the most points? It's usually, you know, three forwards and then a bunch of midfielders, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. five or six midfielders carry the bulk of the points. And right now I'm just not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. 
as far as getting the value out of those investments. But you can make the case for Azard or KDB or, or any of those premium guys. But just at the moment, I, I think you can find value. Yeah, there's just way in the midfield. There's a whole bunch of 8.0s waiting for you. And like we said, we're going to talk about them real soon. So, James, do you have anybody? I'm not buying any of them. Yeah. yeah we're all in the same boat. And, and you're, you're a huge KDB fan. Yeah, he is the only one that I um, would think about. He's trending upwards. His, mm-hmm. his is, he's just in dynamite he's play, form he's right now. He's playing fantastic. He's finally not a center back. So. Yeah. But they're scoring for fun and spreading it around so much yep. that... He got a goal against Chelsea, got two assists today. Um, if you are just convinced that you want to spend $10 million on a midfielder and that's the way you play, I guess he would be my pick. But in, in that same light, I'm not... I have Erickson on my team, and I'm not looking to get rid of him. I'm not going to get rid of him. I but, love him. Yeah. I love that little guy. He but, needs to get an adult haircut, but I love that little guy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not buying any any of them right now. I would not recommend buying any anyone above 9.0. Yeah. All right. Can, can, can we play a little game for the next part when we talk about kind of the value middle-of-the-range midfielders? Sure. Okay, much like we did for the Man United uh, – kind of predictions of pick a Man City midfielder that you think is going to have the best uh, next four game weeks. Their fixture list is fantastic. They are scoring touchdowns every single goddamn game, it seems like, and they're spreading, spreading it around. And you can, you can say KDB, you can say David Silva, you can say Sterling or Sané. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Like who? Who's your pick? We don't have to like pick different ones if you if you don't want or anything like that. But who do you think is going to score the most points out of the midfield in Man City? James, they're your team. You're first. Yeah, you're first. You're first, it's, asshole. It's, it's it's really hard. Get that tomato in one bite, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I would recommend uh, David Silva, just because our next two. Over the next couple of weeks, we have Napoli as our Champions League fixture, which is going to be the most difficult. That is going to be a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, uh, both those. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be great. Uh, David Silva has shown that he is the least likely person to be rotated. Raheem Sterling has six goals on the year in the Premier League already, which is insane. But I think he is going to be saved for Champions League, as we I don't know if we're actually going to need him to be playing in the Premier League to roll over these clubs the way that the whole team is playing. So Silva will be getting the assists and a couple goals. Would be my my guess over the next month or so, and less uh, least likely to be rotated. So David Silva would be my investment pick. Okay, David Silva. What about you, Ryan? Cool. I'll take Sterling. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, he actually has seven now because he scored today too. So I'm gonna. I think, I think he. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh and plus he has. Does 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 it not update like automatically? No, he's site? he's counting today. I'm counting today. Oh, okay. Then anyway, it whatever. counted it on the site. I don't know how math works. Uh, he also had some assists, and yeah, he's he's got six goals in eight game weeks, and um, he's scoring for fun. So yeah, I'll take him. That'd be fine. I fucking hate him. But I, I think I think they have to. They'll play at least one fast winger in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they just have that weapon in there. Um, and maybe kind of space out. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Pep does. Uh, Pep is a wild card. He's definitely definitely a wild card there. I'm gonna go with David Silva just because I like him, and he seems to be doing really really well. Uh, and as far as a fantasy uh, pick, he's what 
two less than KDB, one point five less. One point five. Yeah, one point yeah. five less. Uh, KDB is going to get a shit ton of assists and and chip in some goals, but David Silva's doing relatively the he same way. Killing it right now. Yeah, man. absolutely incredible. Form. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, Sane is going to get points. Uh, they're just going to rack up. A fuck ton of points. You should have one Man City midfielder in there. So yeah, I'll, right? I'll, I'll give you the rundown right now. I would say yeah, it should be two. So yeah. David Silva, fifty-one points. Sterling, forty-eight. Sane, forty-seven. De Bruyne, forty-five. They're putting up insane numbers. Yeah. Silva has six assists already. Yeah, it, it's it's the it's the Man United conundrum at the beginning of the season. But I think you should just get one of them, and and I would suggest going for value rather than going for KDB. In this particular yeah, instance, KDB's got to be thrown out. I think right now. He's, play, he's playing really well. If he was already on my team right now, I probably wouldn't switch him out. But mm-hmm. if you're gonna pick someone up, I would switch out like Mkhitaryan. Oh yeah. With, with their fixture list coming yeah. up, I would easy switch for eight point five for eight point five. David Silva, mm-hmm. easy. He's waiting for me to get home to click the transfer button. So yeah. yeah. Uh, any anyone else in the? Sorry for. No, digressing and playing that game because obviously we were going to talk about the, Man City a little bit. It's the thing to talk about. Yeah. yeah, that game basically took up the midfield, the middle midfielders, right? Well, if there is there any like in the middle of the price midfield? I, obviously, we're kind of down on all premium and high priced midfielders at the moment. But is there any other uh, middle of the range dudes that you would want on your team? I have a differential. I'll speak about him more in my boom portion. You want to save it? But I'll, so I'll be saving. It. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to throw in uh, Cesc Fabregas. Uh, Chelsea's schedule is fantastic. I say double up on Chelsea defenders and get Cesc Fabregas uh, in the midfield. Uh, you know, Hazard can start uh, playing well. Uh, you know, Murata comes back in, but, like, Cesc is playing every game and chipping in a lot of uh, key passes in there. Mm-hmm. And for a value sake at 6.9 or 7.0, I, I'd say he's really, really good. Nice, I like it. Uh, I don't have anything else other than that there's one point I wanted to add about the, the City midfield. In my opinion, if something, if Aguero were to re-injure himself or something happens to Gabriel Jesus, my pick would be would absolutely be Leroy Sané. I think he is the most clinical offensive of the three mm-hmm. player, and right now he is, the only reason he is not probably top midfielder in the league is because of playtime. Yeah, he, and he, it looks like Pep's figuring it out. He like, oh, is the shit. one that goes up front. Without Aguero. It's, yeah. it's him and Jesus up there. And and it's sad because that's what we said at the beginning of the, the pod, at the beginning of the pods, and at the beginning yeah. of the season, and we just don't, we don't know if he's going to be in there. And thankfully he's finally in there now because he's one of my favorite players to watch in the entire Premier League. Um, yeah, definitely agree with the... Good shot. Good shot. Man City expert. What if Sané and Silva switched haircuts? All right. Low mids. Um, so I am recommending a duo of Takure and Richarlison from Watford. It's a 0.9 cost difference between the two of them. Um, if you can afford for the more expensive one, Richarlison definitely is the way to go. He drew a penalty today. Uh, fat boy Troy Deeney took it. But yeah. Uh, it's more buff than fat. He's got a fat head, though. He's got a fat head. Troy Deeney is more buff than fat? No yes. way, man. Uh, he's, got the, he's got a good belly. Yeah, but so does... Those, like, are, those are abs. So does those the, are the thick abs? No, yeah, so does the mountain from Iceland that, you know, 
carries those big ass stones and throws shit over his head. Oh, Agree I... to disagree. Go okay. on okay. with your point. Fat boy Troy Deeney. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm out of this pot. <laughs> Fat boy Troy. <laughs> Fat boy Troy took the penalty. Anyway, when you look at the points per pound between uh, Decore and Richarlison, they're actually going into week eight. They were the most valuable midfielders in the entire game, back to back, both of them. And Decore is actually uh, leading Richarlison at 7.1 points per pound versus 6.4. Maybe don't bring him in this week with uh, Chelsea away, but after that, Stoke home, Everton away, West Ham home. I like Richarlison. He, yeah. he's, he's, he's fun. He he gets a last-minute kind of winners or, or draws. Yeah, no, he's actually quite good. For, yeah. for 20-year-old Raw coming in the league for the first time, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, neither one of those are, are are real like uh, I don't know perspective shouts. They're they're do you both play them every week? But... What do you do? What do you do with them? Th- are they on the bench? It depends on your formation, but I think if you're doing four four two or three four three, it's probably in along with any of the other person we're probably yeah. going to mention, right? I think Richarlison is a is a start every week. I think most people are in the in the boat where they are starting one midfielder six point ish in the yeah, and lower the, every week. And that's that's been the format for nearly a decade. You know, you're just going to be hoping to find that value in that that bracket. So I think so. So do, yeah, do even even against the hard teams play him yeah. usually? Oh, okay. Yeah, they beat they beat Arsenal choice, today. Yeah. I guess Arsenal's not really a, a hard team. But oh one of our five listeners to this podcast is probably an sure. Arsenal fan. <laughs> They're they're trying their best. They are. They're trying yeah, real they're, hard. They're figuring that out. They're they're like the younger brother that's just like forty five years old living at home. Yeah, he's in, he's out back trying to figure shit out. The post game uh, Wenger quote was, "It'll be very hard to catch Man City," which I thought was hilarious because yeah, no shit. Anyway, I, I, I think it'll be hard for them to to catch up to that Harry Kane team. Yeah, so. agreed. Maybe even Watford at this point. Currently. Yep. Ryan, what, what do you got in, in the budget uh, area of midfield? Also put in Richarlison, also had the value stat that uh, James is up. He's our stat guy. He deserves to say those kind of things. Um, I also had uh, Eric Maxim Chapu-Motin from uh, Stoke. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can you say that name again? Eric Maxim Chapu-Motin. Eric Maxim? Yeah, yeah right. He's yeah. 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 He, uh, the, not a lot of people know the story behind him. He actually used to be involved in uh, pornography. He was, and then before that, a male stripper, and now he's in the Premier League. So what look it up. Yeah, no, look it up. Totally Google it. Sure. Don't Google image it. Yeah, no, don't Google image it. Your wife's going to be asking you questions. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's a uh, Stokes lone boy. I know uh, Doof, Doof. However you say his name, Oof. Doof scored today for Stoke, but uh, still, he's um, he's the highest value there, and it's it's still in the. He's bracket. in the midfield, and, yeah. and Doof isn't. He's, he's, he's yeah. labeled as a forward, which so. is interesting though, because like kind of the way that they played, sometimes Doof isn't um, higher up the pitch than he is. He's out of position in the wrong way. It, Reverse OOP yeah. is. And over. he's twelve years old. I don't know the the, the correct lexicon, so thank you for that. Whore. Nobody ever told her it's the wrong way. Um, but then it, it, it's just sad because there's 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 still gross in in this uh, um, price bracket as well as um, Brady, but kind of the same story for both of them. They haven't done anything in the past four game weeks. They're both 5.6, 5.7. There's a lot to be said about kind of their form versus value now. Our little darlings at the beginning of the season aren't performing and. Uh, what I would have written in here before was Fellaini, who's 
what, five, six, five, seven, five, eight, something like that. Picked up two goals and looked quite good until he got injured. So thank God we don't have to talk about him. Oh, thank but, God. That's yeah. right. I hate that guy. He's a fucking prick. It would yeah. be really weird to have Fellaini on your team. Oh, I'd be fine. Like, that would be... Like you would have to look in the mirror every day and just know that you put Fellaini on your in team. In past yeah. seasons, that's like nightmare. Mm-hmm. My, my that means you so up. bad I have Fellaini on yeah. my squad. That, that means like in, in, in three weeks, you're going to look at your team and be like, whoa, how did this yeah. come? <laughs> what happened? I, one year, I think it was one of my first years, I had, I had Rory DeLapp on my team. Nolan and I were you know, oh, drinking, drinking, having a cigarette, something like that, just bullshitting around. He was like, by the way, man, I know he does long throw-ins. And you like those, because you do them too, but it's not good for fantasy. No. All right, oh, cool. Well, how about that Fellini lad over there on Everton? <laughs> but that's what I got. No, that's good. Uh, I I think my pick for kind of budget is Anthony Knockhard. Uh, I, I really do like uh, Brighton's uh, fixture list. Uh Right now, they, they kind of have a um, striker issue with just the lack of strikers on their team, and the goals need to come from somewhere, and he's he was the proven goal scorer in the championship. Yeah. Um, Gross is going to continue you know, putting in uh, the, the key passes and the chances in there, but someone needs to finish, and he's the winger that cuts inside, uh, also creates... I think he's going to have pretty good... Uh, Pretty good four weeks uh, coming up, and he's uh, 5.7, um, which is, I think, the same price as Gross because he mm-hmm. kind of got decreased. Right. He um, started as a 6-0, yeah. Yeah, he started as a 6-0. He started off injured in the year. A lot of people were on the bandwagon early and then got rid of him, but I, I think um, he would be a good shout and a good differentiator um, for the next four games. Nice. I like it. Uh, West Ham away, Southampton home, Swansea away, and Stoke home. So that's a, that's a good run of fixtures. And again, like... With midfielders kind of shying away from the premium value players um, and trying to pick up, you know, the the lower price value picks uh, and investing in, in the other positions. So yeah, agree completely. Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, we're coming back here with our premium strikers. Uh, pretty much looking at everyone that's ten plus or more from game weeks nine until eleven slash twelve. Depends on it. Um, other than his blank this Who morning, I, I, I still, I've, I've spent several podcasts in a row talking about Harry Kane, still think that he's the striker to outscore everyone throughout the year, but I won't bore everyone. I imagine he's on most teams out there. So, um, I, I really think that the nod goes to Jesus and Aguero and granted Aguero didn't start this morning and Jesus had a brace and James step. Why is it he have an assist as well, or just, uh, just two goals? Just two goals. J- just the two just goals. goals. You pretentious minutes. little prick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so clearly they were playing at Stoke while well, Stoke didn't even have two center backs. Um, they were playing home at, at the home. Etihad. Oh, yeah. It was at anyway, the Etihad. Sorry. Okay, sorry. And then they have Bur- um, Burnley, where I would imagine every single City player out there is going to be one of the highest scores, and then uh, West Brom. So I, I would, I would really think that you. And here's the tough part is, is Aguero going to all of a sudden have a hat trick and you're going to flip it back over to Jesus again? 
but I think if you're not doubling up in the midfield and then taking the Odomende or Walker pick in the back, you should probably have Jesus on your team. So that would be my premium forward going forward. Forward, 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 forward. <laughs> I like how you trailed off there. Um, I, I think we're all in agreement that you should have like an Odomendi or a Man City defender. You should pick up a Man City midfielder uh, because of the value and, and the goals are coming from there and then just picking one of the two. Yeah. Um, yep. So, James, which one of the two are you choosing? I think uh, Jesus is going to play 60 minutes in every match that City plays. Yeah, he doesn't. For the rest he doesn't of the year. Com- yeah, he doesn't complete the whole game. Um, I think Aguero will be benched for one or two of the Premier League games in the next couple of weeks, but I think they'll probably come out right about even. I don't see mm-hmm. uh, one leading the other. Uh, given given Aguero's injury right now, if if we were talking both of them in, in perfect health, I would pick Aguero. But how bad is the injury? Uh, it was a car accident, right? Yeah, he, he busted up some ribs and had a chest injury. I think it was uh, a bit overdone in the media, personally. I think, okay. maybe, I don't know, maybe to keep him away from Argentina for their crap, comable qualifying the last two weeks. I, I'm not really sure. Are you saying it was a conspiracy? Like, he didn't actually have I think it's fake news, man. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, it's all BS. Fake news? Mm-hmm. Well, well it, it's not a Bobby DUI situation, though, right? Oh, no, no, no. He was in a taxi. Oh, that's yeah. right. He was he in a taxi, yeah. He was in a taxi. It was on the way to the airport. And he just tried his two-footed slide tackle the taxi driver. Exactly. And then, yeah, they drove him in the pole. Two-footed braking. Doesn't work. Makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, he his original diagnosis was six to eight weeks, and now he's back on the bench. Mm-hmm. Twelve days later, fourteen days later, like it's it's all a little weird. I'm 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 still like he has he's yet to play, so I'm holding off on the war. If I was making a transfer right now, I'm going for Jesus. But I think in all likelihood, they'll both probably be about even. Break even. Yeah. See, I would I would think that if you have Jesus, you don't you don't make him captain. Because no. of the fact that he'll only play 60 minutes, and sometimes you'll get a one-point game, sometimes you'll get an 11-point game. Like yeah. That kind of situation, if you pick up Aguero and he starts to play, I would make him captain every single fucking week. Uh, just just with his pedigree and, and the way that he will blow up yeah. uh, on, on those games. I, yeah, the, that's just kind of the main difference that I see between those two players. And so you're kind of paying for a little bit extra for a captaincy. Where Jesus is more, um, kind of just regular points that you get out of a, a premium striker. On um, on that captaincy note. Yeah. Everyone here have Kane or no? Yeah. I I have Kane. Okay. Are you still gonna every single week captain him? Uh yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Just just curious because it's been frustrating as fuck to do that so far the entire season. So. We got a pretty good run of it in September. You paid out. It. But I, there are a lot of blanks before that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have him in August. I, I, I've lived the whole thing. I, so <laughs> I far, know you so. have. Yeah. I would, I would definitely suggest, and I know you guys will will probably agree, um, but not to have a knee jerk reaction over what happened at Anfield. Oh, you're gonna uh, say fuck morning. off, Romelu Lukaku. I'm so excited. But Lukaku. Uh, we, we've discussed it in the past, where he's like, he just doesn't look that great at times, but, you know, he's been scoring a goal a game. Like, what, what else can yeah, he do? He's got seven and eight. Yeah, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's really just killing it. However, he had one chance today, and, and, and he, he took it well, but Mignolet saved it, but then he didn't get another sniff of goal yeah. for the rest of the game. And, you know, I, I just, with, with Man United's schedule... 
in the next four game weeks, would it be wise to switch him out for Aguero or Jesus and, and capitalize on this momentum and easy schedule that Man City has? I would say that's a pretty good gamble. Uh, and being ahead of the pack uh, would be a pretty risky, but I would say it's a pretty good strategy. I, I, I would say there's there's two bust candidates that we could be talking about, and one of one I've taken for sure. He could be another one as well. But yeah, there's there are things that if you haven't had the wherewithal to do already, you need to do up top very, very soon to take advantage of city schedule and also to the disadvantage of Man United up there. So, uh, Any love for Morata? Or, or, I mean, would you, okay, would you rather have, I mean, yeah, he's expected to be back next week. Yeah, I next believe. week, correct. So, I mean, would you rather say, okay, say you ditch um, Lukaku. What about something like Kane, Jesus, and Aguero? Or would you rather have Kane, Jesus, and Morata? Or I'd rather have Kane. If you can fit all three, I would do that. I'd but that's Kane, very, very difficult. Kane, Jesus, something way, way less, and have four elite defenders. That's what I would suggest. That's the most so, feasible. So two premium forwards is what you're... So mm-hmm. keep Kane, and then yeah. Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, hopefully you have a free transfer coming in. Otherwise, it's a very wise to take one four-point hit or even two uh, to do these moves that we're talking about. And you'd rather have both City Strikers over Murata. And, and the, re- sure. the reason Definitely. is Murata ha- has started the year off very, very well. But, I mean, how many times have Chelsea won 4-0? Four to, four to zero? Yeah, and how many 72. times have have Man City scored four plus goals? Like it, it it's a numbers game at that point, and mm-hmm. and just the um, how prolific the offense is playing at the moment. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm siding with Man City, where Chelsea at, at times um, you know doesn't unleash everything like they could uh, okay. for, for a good reason. But from a fantasy perspective, I would side with City on that. Cool. We we actually you actually had forwards to bring up if if you didn't I kind of interjected right before no 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 that, that was it it was just Harry Kane and then and okay. then the two gotcha. city guys uh, that's kind of what I'm going with and right. and just bringing up the Lukaku argument okay. and maybe it's a good time to transfer him out uh, for for those other picks on Man City okay. I think that would be a pretty good move for okay. everybody well let's bookend it let's go the other way you do the mid yeah let's go let's go mid um uh, a lot of people are you know focusing in on two premium strikers, uh, but there is a lot of mid-price strikers that are, are floating around, and, and I would say Jamie Vardy mm-hmm. uh, would be a good shout. If if he didn't miss a penalty against Liverpool, I think a lot more people would um, yeah. see, see him as a, as a viable option. He has a really, not a really good schedule, but a, a good enough schedule to play him every single game. He's on penos. All of the goals go through him. Um or Okazaki when he shoots and the, there's a save or something yeah. like that, then Okazaki <laughs> comes in for garbage time, just uh, toe poke in. Um, but yeah, no, my, my pick is Jamie Vardy um, for, for that kind of range. Yep. I completely agree. My pick was also Vardy. And it's it's the the argument of if there is Harry Kane did something weird to your family and you don't like him, so he's not going to be on your team. And for whatever reason, you hate Man City, you know, yeah, shit or, like that. Or, or you you're buying have. in on Alexis or Hazard or something, and yeah, you got to make you, it work. You, yeah. Exactly. You, 
I'm just trying to make an awful joke, but, but really, <laughs> if if there's a way that you can't have one of those three players on your team, Vardy's fourth place, yeah. clear cut. There's nothing else that's even close. And like you said, the fixture list, it's very kind in the next three to four game weeks. I'd be putting them in right away. And again, when I get home, that might be the transfer button that I push. So I, I, yeah, I, I, well, I brought it up in the beginning. So like, yeah, of course <laughs> I, I agree. agree myself, but the, the one thing that I wanted to bring up that I've been doing this year is not having another captaincy to kind of flirt with. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, I have Harry Kane, and then I have uh, a bunch of uh, mid-priced forwards, as well as just mid-priced midfielders mm-hmm. and and you know premium defenders. So it's like I'm forced every week to make mm-hmm. Harry Kane my captain, so I don't have to think about it. And and you know what? It's I like that strategy a lot because <laughs> as soon as you have an Aguero and a Kane on your team, or a Lukaku and a Kane on your team, you're like, oh, which one? You're you're analyzing the matchups. You're analyzing home versus away. And and really, it's just like, you know, just just pick. You just have one dude, and you just make him captain every single week, and then you have the rest of your team pretty solid. That's my yeah. own philosophy right now at yeah. the moment. I, I so that's why I'm like siding with the the mid price and the budget. I completely points. agree with it, and I haven't prepared the statistics. I didn't know this is where the conversation was going to go, but it's it's not too hard to reach. Where last year, if you captained Harry Kane. Every single game week, as opposed to, you know, flip-flopping between two or three, he came out ahead. Oh, yeah. The year before, Aguero. The year before that, Sanchez, you know, et cetera. Now, it seems like you're cherry-picking the stats, but you also could have picked the guy that would have been second or third place in the points, you know, Hazard, et cetera, and you would have been just fine. It's it's that chasing thing that no one that's was bringing up that's very, very important to try and get away from. Pick your guy and keep going for it unless you have an absolutely clear-cut reason where somehow your two captaincy options have this form fixture thing that just makes amazing you know, mathematical sense yeah. to you where you can flip-flop. Yeah, I agree. Um, one, one thing I will say is that I thought Firmino had a pretty good game today against one of mm-hmm. the one, top two defense that he's going to face. Fantastic game. So uh, he kind of was falling out of favor and was kind of shit for the last month or so. But he is another option. Uh, Liverpool doesn't have the greatest schedule coming up, but yeah, if you're if you're looking to fit two mid forwards in, I would go Firmino and Vardy. Yeah, he, so. he had five shots and five um, chances created. Yeah, and and we just don't have a, a poaching striker at the moment or the confidence to, to yeah. put him in. But I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't ditch on Firmino right now. The whole team isn't clinical. I would ditch on Firmino. It's another thing I would I'll, I'll bring up later. But it's it's just Liverpool right now are not knocking them in. Yeah. And you can only hold on for so long. If if someone said, all right, you can have Vardy or Firmino right now, which would you pick? I pick Vardy 100 percent of the time. Yeah. And I watch Liverpool. That's I, all right. You guys want to go on to budget? Yeah, let's talk budgets. Budget. It's budget. James, you start with. James starts budget. I had a whole thing to discuss. And then my budget pick went ahead and got himself red carded this morning. People started sneezing or what? Yeah, well, that too, but yeah. Uh, I was going to go on a long spiel about how Andy Carroll is averaging four and a half shots per game and blah, blah, blah. How did he get a red card? What happened? I he should put his cigarette it. in someone's eye. <laughs> that was this. I th- yeah, I think pulled, he's... Pulled a barton? <laughs> yeah. Smashed a beer bottle over someone's head, I believe, yeah. 
He was hanging out with the Gallaghers and just... Whip someone with his ponytail? <laughs> you know what? We think West Ham's fucking shit. And he just... Boom. <laughs> uh, once he gets back from suspension... But seriously, seriously, what did he do? I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it either. Okay. So yeah. He did something. He did something, yeah. He I was watching... I'm, I'm guessing it's hey. some sort of an elbow. No, That's what I would guess. Also, what I said, my play is now still on the table because no one knows. Yeah. Still could be. Okay. Could be. So Ryan's on cigarette burn. I'm on smashing a beer bottle. And Nolan's going with the, the safe elbow bet. <laughs> We'll check that next we'll, podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll follow up on this next month. Uh, I'm sorry that we didn't watch West Ham uh, versus who were they playing? Burnley. Oh, oh my god, oh, yeah, Burnley. Yeah, that yeah, was Burnley. I, I was just pooping for 90 minutes. I was going for a nice run. Yeah. That being said, so now that he's gone, I am still on Chris Wood. Mm-hmm. Three goals in five I'm games. Yeah. Great header this morning. Yeah. Loved it. So everyone just said, "What?" I, I actually have one other. No, I, I definitely have wood right now. Hey, I've had a few beers, but I think I'm still okay. Make it work. Yeah. It's Where's little, the fluffer? A little, little spit and some eye contact. Fluffer, okay. Fluffer is fluffer someone, is someone in that works in the industry that gives you a blowjob while you're not on scene, so you stay hard when you go on scene. Is that Eric Maxim? What's his name again? Chupa Moateng. Was that Chupa his job? Moateng? Was that his job in pornography? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the Wikipedia lately, but I could have done. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's not a great paying job. I had Chris Wood it's, as well. It's, it's, he's, he's, he's playing really well. I, I like their fixture list as far as rotation is concerned. Yeah. Um, and, well, no, you don't even rotate him. You just, you just play him. Yeah. You just play him. If you, if you need that, that 6.0, yeah. 6.5 striker. Yep. Easy peasy. I went uh, the other way because all their stats are pretty much the same. I think that Swansea has a slightly better schedule, and price-wise, Abraham makes a little bit more sense. Damn I, I swear to God I wrote this before he scored a brace this morning. So, um, is is Tammy his real name? His Christian name is Tammy? I, hope I don't so. know if he's Christian either. Maybe. Anyone whose real name ends in Y, I'm suspect of. I think it's bullshit. Like that's it's got to be a nickname. Like no no one names their kid Tommy. Yeah exactly Thomas. it's Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be yeah okay. So he Tam? he is what Tamis. About, what Tamis. About, what about Amy? Hey look at look at Ryan. Not 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 come on not moving on. Women, not women like oh, dudes. Oh you yeah, mean people? Like... <laughs> that's how you fucking that's how you fucking looked at me when you said that. <laughs> No, we're, ta- we're not talking about non-men here. <laughs> Duh. It's a patriarchal co- uh, commentary. Come on. Oh, they're going to see... So, so many Joys uh, and Amys are really offended right yeah. now. No. <laughs> well, Joe's just Joe. Um, but yeah, no. up until then, uh, you know, Wood hadn't scored in four game weeks, put one in today. Abraham hadn't scored in, in four games week, put in two today. I think the argument's there for either way. If you need to find the uh, 1.0, Abraham's 5.6 and Wood 6.6, they'll probably both be going up, so monitor that. Yeah, no, I, either one. Uh, either one is good. That's all I got. But yeah, either one's good. That's, yeah. uh, no, that's what no one has to say. Yeah, it, it, Neither of the three of us are recommending that you have a cheap striker in your team, though. I, I, I just like, oh, I, oh. I like the... Premiums, and then if you can fit a mid-price yeah. party in there, to do it. Real, I'm recommending the three yeah, premiums. Real quick, actually, I am because of mistakes that I have made this year where my defense is so shit poor, just on, on stats that looked good, and then all of a sudden things are not going the right way, and their value is dropping. I probably will have to go to a 4-4-2 and 
maybe even a three four three where one of these guys is playing every single week. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm okay with. I th- I think both of them you can play each week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Also, James is absolutely right with what he said. We're, none of us are recommending it. I'm not recommending it. I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's like visiting your in-laws. <laughs> Just like an explosion, and then like, like a wah, wah, wah. I can even guarantee that there'll be a theme song going on as we're talking about this when you listen to this podcast once it's edited. Okay. How cool. about that? All right. So booms and busts. We pick players that are over fifteen percent owned or under fifteen percent owned that we think you should ditch on or pick up as we foresee that they will be doing very well over the next month. Great synopsis. I thought, yeah. Spot on. So I have I have two busts, uh, kind of along. Are we start with busts? Yeah, let's start with busts. Cool, let's do it. What do you got? Uh, Conte and Matic. I'm done on those guys. Nineteen point eight percent and fifteen point six percent owned, respectively. Are you fucking kidding me? Why nope. do people are those just Wait, dead teams? Those still have to be like the the auto select teams at the beginning of the season. Yeah, Conte went up after a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, like goal. Yeah. yeah, that slow like. Uh, you shot the ball so slow and then it still went into the corner. Against, yeah, against Leicester. Yeah. No, but I mean, oh. if you're listening to this and you have either one of those guys, they're they're yeah. central defensive well, midfielders. Yeah. Like, Stop get it. out of here. This is a fantasy. Yeah, pick up Jaka. Yeah, exactly. Go to <laughs> Granny Jaka. Listen to listen to my rant on him last month. <laughs> I can hate that guy. So stupid. I'm with you. Uh, uh, I have two busts. Um. The Spurs defense for the next four game weeks. Ooh, controversial. I, I do not like. I don't like their fixtures at all to keep clean sheets. I think offensively they can score goals, but keeping clean sheets with that value that you're putting into your team, you can easily switch them out for a Man City or a Chelsea defender. Uh, so I would switch those guys out. Um, and then on the bus as well, uh, Man U offense. Menu defense you can you can be fine with because Jose Mourinho, as shown at Anfield, you know this morning, he will uh, play defensive to get get those draws. Um, so on the defensive uh, forefront, that's fine. But just looking at their next four fixtures, it, they're not going to score four or five goals a game. Tell you what, um, Lukaku hasn't really proven himself to score against the good teams. And you know, in his defense, he hasn't. He, yeah, didn't, he, he, didn't, he didn't get any deliveries into the box or anything like that, so it's not really his fault. But, yeah, I just – the Man U offense of Lukaku and then all the midfielders, I would switch them out. I would say they're bust for the next four game weeks. All right. Uh, my bust, I'm very, very sad to say it, is Bobby DUI, friend of the podcast, Robert Firmino. Um, I know that – and I will admit I didn't wake up to watch the match this morning – <laughs> because um, I have to wait for the replay because I have that terrible NBC Sports thing. So NBC exec, if you're out there and you're listening, fuck you. But um, yeah, he hasn't done anything since game week three. Uh, I love the guy. He's got silly goal celebrations. He has the best Instagram account as far as I'm concerned. His stories are hilarious. 
And I came when he started uh, at Liverpool, absolutely couldn't stand him. And now it turns out just completely love the guy. But already kind of saying the praises of Vardy, where everything's going through him. And, you know, even, even with Mane out on Liverpool, I just don't see too much coming in through Bobby, unfortunately. So uh, him being in there at 19.4%, I think it's worth to get him out and get some value into the rest of your team. Moving on to booms, my pick is going to be. Uh, it's very sad what you just said. It is yeah. like it, it like bummed me out. Listen to my goddamn. Nolan and Ryan's like they're like that was like demeanor a just dropped down. Yeah, yeah, dude, we're we're not always fun to hang around with. No, Sometimes that was depressing. Sucks. Bobby DUI died in a yeah. car accident. <laughs> Don't do it. That's what the gypsy woman said. <laughs> Seeing as your guy was just in a car accident, let's not start. Know, was sir- Bobby driving the car? Oh man. That's how you get a DUI. Yeah, you can't. I've been drunk a, as a passenger all the time. What if it were? got the like, like, oh, I trust you, my friend. He talks like Russian, apparently. And it was more French. Yeah. Mm, and then Bobby <laughs> had had way too much to drink. He said, "Come here, my international friend. I'll help you." And then he hit that pole on purpose. Not that pole, like. Lewandowski, but like the pole. You're all in on my conspiracy theory, then. This is all been that the set up. is flat. That's not. That's how it is. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, my Yoshida is my boom pick. Boom pick. Yeah, three percent owned. Maya. Maya. Yoshida. Um, they got a, a great run of fixtures coming up. He's got some offensive capabilities. Right now, I think that's a, a great value pick yeah. if you're trying to fit in some uh, more expensive defenders along with him. That can be a, a solid fourth defender. I dig it. I like it. Thanks. What do you got for booms, though, James? That, that was my boom. That, that is oh, boom. God, I'm sorry. I That's blacked why. out. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was a fuss. I was like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> we might have to edit that part. Yeah, uh, I'll leave, that leave in. it in. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, well, one of, uh, my only boom is, um, or Ryan, you said it earlier, is, is uh, Chaco Moting. Uh, I, I like uh, Stokes' schedule, mm-hmm. uh, and I wouldn't... I would invest in one of the midfielders because we're all for budget midfielders uh, or mid-price midfielders in this podcast. So uh, at 5.6, or you can get uh, Yessi, uh, who, who plays up top uh, for Stoke, and you can just play him every game. Uh, yeah, it, I think that's a pretty good shout. Stoke uh, midfielders. Stoke, Stoke midfielders. Never thought I'd see the day. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ugh. But yeah. Um, so my boom, I could not be happier to say this 2.3% owned, uh, has a extremely favorable schedule. It's green until fucking Christmas is our crystal palace favorite from the beginning of the season. Wilfred. Wilfred Zaha. I dig it. I liked him to light up the league for 150 points. Clearly he's not going to be there because he was gone for six weeks, but I still think if you're you know, going to extrapolate out the stats. He's got a shot at it. He had a, nearly an assist and a goal today. He was rampant all over the park. He's the pulse of Crystal Palace. The o- and, only pulse, I yeah, would say. Yeah. Really, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we got a pulse, you know, like at the end of ER or something like that. Um, he's, he's just absolutely electric, very fun to watch. And clearly, if someone that's at 
6.7 right now and 2.3% owned in the league. And he was in the 20th percentile owned in the league before he got hurt. That's the definition. How's there, how's there fixtures after this? Green. All the way until basically Christmas Day. Christmas. I think there's they, they one have Spurs away city in there. Which yeah, is, in the middle of it, yeah. but other yeah, than this, that. Yeah, Spurs, Spurs away. Oh, and, dude, yeah, I might, I might pick him up. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's my. Uh, I'm very excited to have him get squeezed back into my team. Yeah, no, it really sucked uh, him being injured uh, at the beginning of the year. But he's back, and, and and it's it's nice. It's not like a where even uh, Hazard was like ever, all friends of mine. I'm gonna suck for a while. Basically, it was translated. But Zaha came was. Instantly, the best player on the pitch today. There, there are those players that you just have to know when they come back from injury. They take at least like two or three games to get back into it. The first one that I think of is Aguero. Aguero never seems like Aguero until at least three, three weeks in uh, from from an injury. Um, and then Hazard seems like the same thing right now. Uh, but yeah, no Zaha hitting the ground running immediately, so that's good. All right. Well, I think that's it, guys. Um, did want to do some uh, a shout out. I'm gonna shout out user relatively uh, coffee. I think is his name. This guy on Reddit went through and listened to 22 fantasy soccer podcasts in one week, and then he wrote up his uh, reviews on all of them. And I'm what? Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty damn good. So you should make a career out of that. That's his, he, that's that's his niche. It was okay. good. Yeah. Relatively coffee. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. First of all, I really do like the name, I know. but man, that's a lot of So, pods. Nolan, I don't think I've told you this. Guess where we came in on his ranking list. Uh, out of how many? 23. 22. 22? <laughs> yeah. We're uh, just sneaking outside the relegation zone. We are 18th. the worst podcast that he's going to continue to listen to. Hey! Woo! So I took that as a compliment. What does that mean? He's listening to five podcasts that he said he would continue to listen to. So... So, so that we're means fifth? fifth place. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know. That's the way the way that you said that is very weird. <laughs> well, no, I thought you could have just said fifth, yeah. and I would have been like, "That's good." Yeah, that's no, but problem. instead he put it like, a, "She's got a great personality," kind of thing. Oh, I've said two sexist fucking things on this podcast now. I'm sorry, well, mom. There's a lot more that wasn't recorded that you did say. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, uh, first, that's uh, true, mom. That, that's that's great news. Like that's that's awesome. I, 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 I believe the quotes were. Um, it sounds like it was recorded on an iPhone in a room, but I would love to get beers with these guys and talk FPL. Yep. We have we have three iPhones here. <laughs> <laughs> Not just one. We're putting we on three, beer. damn it. Uh, no, that, that's really that's really kick ass. So there's like there's 22 like fantasy soccer podcasts. There are a ton that sound worse and are organized worse off. Well, there there are, are 17. 17. 17. Yeah. In this one man's uh, eyes. Shit. Okay. Well, that's a, that, that's, that's a, a win for me. That's a win. I agree. To, to agree. Our horn, we are we're quite organized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're as professional. As possible, we are astute. We're on time. We don't waste any time. It's not like we're just watching a baseball game. We're not all potting right now. We are one hundred percent focused. So he's got us pegged. I dig it. That's cool. No, no, great, great shout out. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Uh, love that kind of stuff. Hey, and uh, if you want to find us online, Nolan, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us at fourpointhit.com. Uh, we're 
also on Twitter and Facebook at Four Point Hit, uh, as well as Reddit, yep. Four Point Hit as well. Uh, please leave leave comments on any of those social media channels for recommendations or anything like that on the pod. What what you like, what you don't like, totally open for constructive criticism or terrible criticism. I don't really care. Yeah, comments are good. Yeah, comments are good. It just shows that uh, people are actually listening to us, the fifth best podcast <laughs> in, in the entire world. Um, and then, you know, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, yeah, that's it. Cheers, guys. It was fun. Cheers. Thank you. Clank, clank, clank. Uh, yeah. <laughs>